0: Hey everyone, we are back. This is Lulu Sun with the Chronicles of a Mad Asian. So uh, again, back with our click. Hello. Hello.
1: Today we're going to talk about generation gaps. But spicy, you're a little upset you couldn't get an introduction. I know I didn't know called you, out by uh, name. Hello. Let's start this it's, thing over. It's spicy Meatball. We're spicy Meatball, welcome. In. Welcome to the fresh. podcast.
2: Harry Reid. <laughs> Harry Reid. Hello. It's nice to see you. Hello,
1: Spicy Meatball. It's my pleasure.
2: Yes, and Lulu Sun. Nice to see you as well. Hello. Yes, thanks. Hi. Okay, All right, I'm going to start
0: this one strong. And uh, the reason why, I recently had a conversation with uh, a couple who was many years older than me, and they said something very strong. The pussification of kids today, which led me to this (laughs) conversation of the generation gaps. Pussification. Right? So... We had one person who's in their late 50s, one person in their early 60s, um, as well as someone in their, two people in their 20s, and then here I am in the 40s. And listening to this, coming from someone who is in their 60s, surprised me. The pacification of kids today.
1: Not all of us had to, uh, had to get off a boat at Normandy to prove our strength. What
0: <laughs> the fuck is normandy Are you serious? Uh, World
1: War II, Normandy Beach. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to defeat them Nazis.
0: Oh, gosh. Kind we're, of a big deal. We're going to have to put that
2: together. No, uh, we keep it. We keep it. It's okay.
1: They, no, this, this whole it. first couple minutes have been solid, solid B-roll. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm loving B-roll. this.
2: B-roll. I'm saying A-roll. I'm oh. like, what? Come on. You well, there you go. Shit. There's
0: the B-roll. What the fuck is Normandy? Anyway, okay.
1: No. Pussification of today's youth.
2: Yeah, so what do you guys think about that? Damn kids these days. I love the fact that somebody made to pussify of her, the
1: pussification it, it just sounds like the shit that that any sort of grandfather to great-grandfather post on Facebook
2: on Facebook oh yeah yeah it, it, it's what, like, it's totally the old person names. like you fucking pussies
1: that's right <laughs> but
0: honestly though do you not feel like the younger generation today are pussies okay, I f- I do I
2: think that every generation that way. like If you think about your grandparents and your great-grandparents and their grandparents, do you not think that they looked at it, if they knew their younger generations, that they said, what a bunch of pussies, in whatever their vernacular was at the time?
1: Yeah, they just probably kicked their kid out of their house like it wasn't their responsibility. (laughs) I I mean, people haven't changed. We have more data into people now. Nothing is secret, and this is something we could have talked about during the taboo. No,
0: have changed. The way people are brought up have changed.
2: Right, but so has the way we live. Right, Like the way that we operate, the way you find a job, the way you work, the way we go. Like they had no electricity back
0: then. They had to walk a thousand feet in the snow.
2: Yeah, it was fucking hard when
1: you had to get out
2: there and run on the hamster. Grow your own food. You know, like, (laughs) yeah, call me a pussy. Like, I don't know. I I do like my
0: air conditioning. It's really hot as fuck in Houston right now.
1: (laughs) Amen. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm not even at my house right now. My house is 73. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh my goodness! Okay, I that's another episode talking about being cheap. But um,
1: so okay. sure, sure you can talk about the the younger generation being soft or the pussification or what have you. But where where would that have started? Like with uh, what was the show uh, where where they started popularizing the metrosexuality? Uh, and it was hosted by like the Ted Allen. Ladies, what? help! I don't know. I have no idea what on. you're talking oh. about. Oh, dude. Hey, anybody? Nobody? Bueller? Ask um, the GIMP. It was like an HBO show and it was encouraging dudes to to put some effort into their dress instead of going out like a schlub, right? You got a you know, collared shirt, slacks, everything is...
2: Was it uh, Queer I, Eye I, uh, the the Straight mind, Guy? Yes! Okay. In okay. my head it
1: was Ambiguously Gay Duo and I knew that was wrong. But who who funded shows like this? The older generation because they knew they could make some cash off it without giving a damn to any sort of long-term effects so if today's youth has been pussified a bit, look in the goddamn mirror.
2: So, so you're blaming queer eye for the straight guy I, for the pussification of today's youth?
1: Not, <laughs> not my point. But I'm starting to to try and make a bigger one, which is that, uh, yeah, if it's information that's brought out to the masses, which is, hey, you can't go from a a blue collar construction job on a date, you know, wearing the same clothes. I mean, they they got that idea from somewhere, right? right? Yeah. And it wasn't from some young hotshot executive who had the ability to approve a project It's from a bunch of old dudes that were like, look at these pussies.
2: No, I just think that everything has changed, right? Like I think about, it's like I was saying a minute ago, right? Like everything in our worlds has changed. And you think about the way your grandparents worked. Your grandma, maybe she worked, but probably not. Your grandpa probably worked and went to a nine to five job where he went into the same location every year for his entire life. And like, things just don't look like that anymore. Retired are at 50 working, with a pension. Yeah. A pension, right? Like crazy concept. But like now people work differently. Life is different. We find easier way to, ways to do things all the time. So yeah, pussification, glorified pussification. Some might call it efficiency. I don't know.
1: I still
2: think we just start this whole thing over. <laughs> Why? No, we're not going to start it over. He
0: can, like, take things in and out. Okay. So generation it. gaps, though. I mean, y- you know the pacification too. Like, I feel I cuss like a sailor. There's no question about that. And I've been very well-behaved on this podcast throughout many so episodes. But do you feel like that that's changed? Communication styles oh, over absolutely. the multiple generations? Of course. Yeah.
1: I mean, uh, just a few, what, 10 years ago? Look at the emails you'd receive and the the verbiage and that. Right now and today, I I just saw something on TikTok the other day where someone was trying to change the, um, the signature and the, you know, sincerely, best regards, thanks, and just come up with crazy shit to see how long it was before it was noticed. Whereas a generation ago, that probably would have got you fired. Like Email didn't exist, obviously, but if you, if you postmarked the tortoise that you had to write a letter on and <laughs> ship off to wherever it was going, well, you probably would have heard some shit for it.
2: <laughs> not even like a pigeon?
1: Yeah, that, that would just have been a better. tortoise. In my head, Worst it was really funny to just find the ever. slowest... Yeah, absolutely. The slowest <laughs> way to send some data.
0: But yeah. You, you know, it's not even just the pussification of kids. It's just, to me in general, people are dumb as fuck.
2: Dumb yeah. as fuck. Okay, a lack of common sense. I will give you that, right? Like, if you're not having to learn things on the fly, yeah, you're missing common sense.
0: But I feel like, too, with generation gaps, right? Like, back in the day, I'm going to talk about Asian culture, you had to bring out the fucking abacus, right? And, like, do math. And then being stereotypically Asian, of course, I, was, I excelled very well in math and calculus and all of that. But now, in today's generation... I have Microsoft Excel to do math and formulas for me. I I can't even multiply anymore. But I want to bring up this story because I was in a store and I paid cash. The the total was $3.13. And I gave her $5.13. And she sat there trying to think about what to give to me. And I'm like tapping my finger on the counter. It's $2. You can't even fucking do math to give me $2 back.
1: They, this Wait, is not a like, part of their to pull job out their anymore. Calculator.
0: When she pulled out her cell phone and like did the math. Yeah.
1: First off, where are you paying that they don't have a POS system or a cash register? And second, what of all, sort of drug are you, are you buying for three dollars and thirteen cents? <laughs> uh, well, thank like, you, because like, that, that was going to be on my small, next point.
0: Small dollar amounts. I do that.
1: As the as the youngest member of this podcast tribe, do you all not know what credit card benefits yeah, are? I seriously. I, I get pay a, for a percentage or two on the every only purchase time I make.
2: I use cash is Friday mornings when I go to the driving range, I pay in cash. That's the only time I use cash. But you still use cash. That's the one time. Don't be
0: judging.
1: Uh, The only time (laughs) I need to go to a bank to get cash is before I go to Vegas.
0: Baby, I
1: spend cash on small
0: dollar
2: amounts. Small dollar amounts. So, well, what I was gonna say though is, yes, that is uh, absolutely ridiculous. But first point of what you said about not having the calculus and all the math skills in your head, using an abacus, whatever you use, and having Excel now, like some would argue that you're swapping one skill for another, right? Because my grandparents cannot use Excel. So you have to learn that skill Mm -hmm. in place of the other. Now you're missing that element of being able to do that common sense math, but you're also picking up a skill that, God forbid, you might actually use going forward. What about
0: talking about money, is that a generational thing? I feel like people today are very open about their finances. And I'm going to admit that I I don't like to talk about them with people.
2: You don't need to know my business. So I have a question about that. When you just said that, what kind of came to mind for me immediately was, do you think there's anything in there that's tied to the fact that people, like I mentioned a minute ago, that people don't stay in jobs anymore. So you're moving jobs constantly. So there's this salary comparison on a constant basis. Whereas like before, you stayed in your job forever. So yeah. what you made was what that's you made. There was no gap. reason yeah. to talk about it. But now people change jobs constantly. So maybe there's more of a need to have those financial discussions than there used to be. I don't know. I don't know.
1: One thing that's very clear about the generational gap is that the younger generation, whether that's millennials or the, the what is it, Gen Z after that, that are in the workforce now, Gen Z does not do the transparency about uh, compensation. It's all, there's no, oh, you know, previous generations from, from boomers to Gen X or what have you, we're always told, hey, compensation is, is secretive. We mm-hmm. don't discuss that with anybody else. Right. Gen Z doesn't put up with that. Right. I, I love that. Frankly, I don't think it should be a, a secret, but I thought you were bringing that up to me in more relationship, marriage, like uh, older generations, mm-hmm. uh, the husband dies and the wife has no idea what to how to pay yeah. a bill or pump yeah. gas or something like that. But, you know, pull yourself up by your fucking bootstraps. You got to survive like the rest of us.
2: But I'll tell you, I have um, a very close friend who just got divorced and she, she's a nurse. She has worked sporadically throughout their marriage of almost 30 years. He's been the primary breadwinner by a long shot, but they just got divorced. She literally had no idea how much money he made, where his assets were, nothing. That's actually quite common. I know, and it blows my fucking mind. I'm like, how can you be so unaware? I so- mean, if
1: the, dyna- if the dynamics of their relationship were, were set and he always took care of it, so be it. I understand that. Yeah. But I'll tell you what. I, I have a list that is in my bedside table of all my accounts, any passwords that I need, and just in case I you know, conk off in the middle of the night and don't wake up, I've got a lot of, like, people leave money in Venmo, things like that, that that are newer technologies that you wouldn't think to check. Yeah, you have to document that and and keep track.
2: Well, and I think to me it ties in really well to the generation thing, right? Because to me that's something I would expect 40, 50, 60 years ago. But this day and age, like... Well, I wouldn't expect that. They're... I would expect people to have their shit together and women to have the wherewithal to ask those questions. See,
0: you were just talking shit to me about using cash earlier. And you know yeah. the people, uh, the, the older generation, right? Yeah. In their 70s, 80s. They're, they're still big user, cash users.
2: Right. Because they didn't grow up with like <laughs> debit <laughs> with cards, credit cards, credit cards ATMs, well, Venmo. They also Zolt. have a,
1: a pretty <laughs> fair reason to not trust the, the banking industry. True. Yeah. You know, it, there there aren't I, I I don't know of any people that keep money in a mattress because that way it's safe and they they know that it'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but a great but point. older generations did have to deal with that.
0: So
2: what about divorces and dating? Do you sometimes feel like in this day and age that like divorce is just like like eh, like almost a breakup? Like it is. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's, it is. It's normalized, my
1: commonplace.
2: I have a friend who's been married, actually, same friend I was mentioning a little bit ago, who has been um, married now for just over three years. Every time I talk to her, she talks about divorce. She said to me on their three-year anniversary, she said, it's the third anniversary of the worst decision I ever made.
1: The worst decision was the divorce?
2: No, it was a marriage.
1: So like, this is someone who's clearly over... Yeah, the they've marriage.
2: been married just over three years, like yeah. literally, right?
1: No, I meant she's dealt with it. She, she's like, processed it. That's clear. That's the, not what we're talking about.
0: But the point is that generationally, right, like back then everybody stayed together forever and it didn't even matter. You could still have these other types of relationships behind closed doors and nobody mm. asked a question where today mm. it's like, okay, you're getting on my nerves. I'm going to divorce you. Let's right. move on. So many people I know on their second their divorces
1: and are they are they ostracized for it probably not right i think
2: back then they would have been but not today right which i will absolutely without it out say there are times when a divorce should take place for sure thousand, for sure thousand percent but i feel like anymore it's just so flippant you know people are just like yeah.
1: So I think uh, younger younger generations will definitely have an easier time divorcing or separating, right? Because it has been normalized over the last 20, 30 years. You're welcome, that, kids. That sound
2: right? All of you five-year-olds out there, you're welcome. <laughs> you have this to look forward to.
1: Do you think that there are uh, similar numbers of the younger generation that would stay together because they got married and believe in the vows and... I not, do.
0: I actually have met a couple of people who are younger who still believe in that, but it's mostly based on religion. Yeah. Religion.
1: Perfect. PR word. Yeah, no, it's a great reason to stay with someone for the rest of your life. Uh, I don't know about you all. I'm a product of divorce.
2: Oh, oh, uh, yeah.
0: Multiple yeah. times over. My Let's parents see. were together the whole time. Yeah? Wow. Yeah. My
1: parents would have split imagine. in uh, 96, and I couldn't have been happier you know it, it was clearly a situation where you know it wasn't working out for them why would you want your parents to be unhappy
2: right i agree both my parents have been married three times
1: and now people are people are having kids without being married A five
2: times i kind of love that i love that people are getting to a point now where they don't feel like they have to be married to have kids i think that's a disservice Okay, Look. so we kind of talked about this during
0: episode one, right? Hey,
1: why don't you I, hit, us with a, hit us with a refresher?
0: Yeah. So I've been with my husband, in air quotes, for 18 years, but we've never been officially married. We're like, why? Why are we going to fucking do this when there's so many people getting multiple divorces? If we've made it this long, we can see if we can make it even longer without the whole marriage vow. But long story short, we have four more years. We actually set a date, and uh, if we can do it... We're going to do it. Four years.
2: Officiate the wedding. (laughs) Are you officiating, Reed?
1: You know, believe it or not, this Jew is an ordained minister. No kidding. I filled out the Universal Life Church certificate back in the late 90s. Had it on my wall for a few years. So if you are interested, then yes, my services are available.
0: I can't even imagine what you would say. It would be (laughs) very funny
1: and probably just about me the whole time. It would just talk about how happy I am to be there.
2: I hope you would sing. Oh,
1: I'll keep that, uh, I'll take it under advisement. How I'm about just that? saying,
2: I, I mean, I don't know if you can sing, but I think you should give it a try, and there's no time like four years from now to give it a go.
1: That okay. is true. No, I'm kidding. I, actually, one of the things I wanted to bring up was generation gaps in the workplace because people are living longer, they're working longer, which means they're retiring later, and if you've ever worked in a corporation, you know there are only so many spots, and if people aren't retiring and freeing up those spots, it makes it harder for everybody else, right? So that means uh, lower income or, or lesser opportunities for younger generations, which is why millennials aren't buying houses, not having kids. There have been a, a number of articles and studies about uh, people not having children because they simply can't afford it or uh, may not want to bring a child into into the world that we have today. But uh, I don't know, dude, do would you all be in favor of some sort of mandated you can work until you're 65 or whatever the 401k number is and peace out. But
2: then how do you, how do they support themselves? Well, like if they're not in a position financially to retire, what do it, you do about if that? If you're of jump. the
1: age that we're talking about, then you grew up with 13% interest on your bank accounts, which means your money's doubling without you doing anything every four years. Well, 72 theory, divided by 13 is four. So I don't, I don't really care. Guy. As someone who who's currently getting 1% Hashtag not my problem.
2: Dude, I had a guy who worked for me in my last role who was, I want to say he was 63, 65 when he worked for me, and he had planned to retire, and everything he had was in Enron stock. He worked at Enron.
0: Now, do you think, though, that the younger generation really thinks about retirement?
1: I mean, I would hope I so. I think so. Did, did you all have.
0: Financially, or no?
1: Did, did you all have. Parents that that kind of set you on some guidelines. Like, I started my Roth IRA when I was 13. Yeah, I've but contributed you know my what? own cash that, every year. you are very
0: lucky because that's not a lot that of That is Hands down. Yeah, like,
1: big, big round of applause. For Mama Reed, because she yes. set me up on the right track. Absolutely, and I'm You're jealous of lucky. your
0: financial goals and what you've accomplished so far.
2: And I'm, you are I'm the you are there. the exception. Yeah, well, by look, far. look,
1: listeners, no one here is going to do it unless you do yourself.
2: I agree, but, I agree. But most people don't know where to begin. I'm frugal. You know? It you
1: it what? would be. I'm
2: frugal. My parents Which is good.
0: Yeah, my parents taught me that of being frugal. I, I don't buy anything unless there's a coupon or if it's on sale. Yeah.
1: And all the coupons are online. So maybe it's just flicking through your phone. Uh, once you open, open Instagram morning, and go through it, and a coupon. Does that leave you with like a bunch of tampons of a different brand that you don't want?
0: Well, considering I don't have a uterus. Well, you know
1: what? that one failed. <laughs> so I will say um, I, I think I've mentioned that, that Mrs. Reed is uh, a few years older than I am. So she has a, a fully grown son. Uh, he's in his mid-20s. He's got a uh, a wonderful girlfriend who I believe is three years younger. And just in those three years, so not an entire generation or what have you, the the references that one will understand and the other won't, it, it never ends. It will talk about sense. movies. And, you know, movies that to me are classic that every person that I come across yeah. in the street yeah. has seen. Girl's never seen Office Space. Uh we're talking about fully grown adults and i i don't get it yeah you know like my relationship there's a a nine-year difference so we have very different music taste, movie taste or what have you there's an appreciation where i've gone from thinking there was not a good song released in the 80s to having a a (gasps) playlist of at least a couple hours
2: oh my gosh well, that always like hurt me deep.
1: My my parents never <laughs> exposed me to music, so the first time I really had a chance, besides spending a lot of my bar mitzvah money on CDs, bar was money. when Napster <laughs> came out. Wait, <right>? wait.
2: <laughs> what was the first CD you ever bought? Oh, Tell us, Harry. Uh,
1: I, I remember it clearly. Yeah, uh, it was Weezer, the Blue Album.
2: <laughs> Mine
0: was yes. Digital yes.
1: Underground.
2: Yeah. Heck yeah. I All
1: love right. it. Spicy. What about you?
2: I don't. The first CD. Let's
1: say first piece of music that you bought.
2: I don't even know. I really have no idea. But see,
0: Ashley. okay, so this is perfect about generation gaps, right? The different types of music over throughout the years. Uh, Yeah,
2: if Agent J were here, he would tell you time and time again about the A-tracks that he had for his Mustang. Yes, because I have to hear about it all the time anytime a song comes on like the cars will come on and he'll be like oh my god I had this on a track <laughs> he says it all the time mm-hmm. just saying boomer yep. a big
1: fan of a, a Mustang or a Camaro and a denim jacket then spicy oh
2: uh, well you know it you have not met Agent J, but he is a very fine-looking man. So yes, uh, he is. you would, I, I can,
0: contest you that. would
2: not <laughs> guess that there was an age difference between us, despite no, the fact that there really are good, I'm just saying. fifteen <laughs> years between us. He looks good, so that was what really drew me to him. Okay. Not, I mean, not his personality or anything shallow like that. <laughs> 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 then later, I learned about his, uh, yeah, his his love of vehicles and his age and whatnot.
0: Well, so question, because I feel like I was born in the wrong era while we're talking about music. Like, I love 70s rock, 70s soft rock. Fleetwood Mac is one of my favorite bands. I also love 80s. I just can't get on board with today's music.
1: What do you, what do you think today's music is? Because I'm so curious. It's shit
0: that I can't take.
2: Well, <laughs> what is it? Like, give us an example. I don't know. Listen to 104. No, okay, okay. Wait, 104
1: in, uh, in our region is like, uh, what, top pop? Top, Jared? I don't top even know. 40. Like the See, top 40. See, that's another hits. generational
2: thing right there. I don't listen to the radio. Oh, Do I you mean, listen to o- the radio? I'm on Sirius. Like, that's all I listen to. Is...
1: Actually, just, just to sidestep a second, I would love to highlight that as a generational difference. You said you're on Sirius, which is XM, right? Whereas I prefer Spotify, and I have complete control of every song I hear yes. when I hear it. Okay. It's actually become very frustrating to not have that level of control.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm with Is you on that that. a generational
0: like... thing that younger people want more control. Well I,
1: I think so because it, it's because an you option. Can have that and if you didn't have that option growing up, you wouldn't miss it. right? but But if you do and then you're suddenly without it. like I, I ended up signing up for Spotify because one time I was going to be on a three hour flight and I wanted to have my music library, which you didn't get unless you were paying a subscriber. Yeah. That's turned into a 10-year subscription, and I, I couldn't be happier.
2: Okay. I have Spotify, Pandora, and XM because they all serve different purposes for me. I love them all. I'm
0: on Pandora, but the free account because I'm too cheap yeah, to no, pay I'm for it. Yeah, no, I'm
2: free on Pandora because With I like when I – Like, Like, reggae is one of my big genres, so, like, I'll put on the reggae radio and, like, hear what comes on. It'll introduce me to some good new shit. Then I'll put that on my Spotify playlist – yeah, like I like the way they all jive together. Okay, I'm going to totally
0: go off topic here because Reed, Harry Reed here, was saying that he pays for Spotify commercial-free, blah, I blah, do too. blah. Yeah. I do too. So what about all of the other, again, generational gap, right? We've got Netflix, we have Hulu, we have all these different apps today. But do you pay for commercial-free? Because you always say that you're cheap.
1: I don't say I'm cheap. People assume I'm Spends cheap because I say well, I'm Jewish. Okay, well, I'm cheap. Uh, yeah in my house we've got HBO though. Max Apple TV uh, I have YouTube TV for our cable so I cancelled that Us I you. Sin- I yeah, signed up for it. Fubo I'm TV economically... which is another cable subscription that I pay for so I can see uh, my local baseball team uh, I have a Hulu account but I will say here's the deal my Spotify account I-, I take care of myself and Mrs. Reed but I signed up for a family plan so I have three fan- three friends Venmo me once a year for their Spotify dues and it ends up being what 17 bucks a month for me but three bucks a month for each individual account 350. Wow uh, nice. you know well, and better. then absolutely the younger generations are sharing credentials to to streaming services like Netflix or Hulu or and any Amazon. of Amazon working so,
2: smarter not harder that's right yes
1: and, and you know the uh, uh, companies now uh, there's some pushback against password sharing and what have you but I think they also understand that if they push too hard, they will simply lose subscribers. Right. I don't need Netflix. I don't need Apple TV. I'd very much miss Ted Lasso, Jason Sudeikis. If you ever hear it, you're my hero. And thank you for getting me through the, uh, the 2020 coronavirus pandemic quarantine. But uh, all of it's extra and unnecessary. So if it becomes a, an issue, it's just not worth it. I'll find something else to do with my time. Yeah. And I'll download Ted Lasso illegally.
0: All right, so I'm going to close out this episode by asking Harry Reid a very direct question: Do you listen to this podcast on Spotify?
1: I do. As a matter of fact, uh, I, I stream uh, quite a few. Quite a few. I've listened to most of our episodes multiple times. Farting a- is
0: his favorite episode six.
1: How could it not be? You know, <laughs> and I, I still stand by the fact that had we not cut the mic, we could have gone on for at least four hours. <laughs> But yeah, Spotify is a, a great platform for me. I use it for all of my streaming, and I, I had Spotify. started listening to podcasts before. Once we started this one, I've I found quite a few others that I really enjoy.
2: Yeah, I have to cut myself off from podcasts because I tend towards the murder podcasts, and it becomes a little depressing. So then I have to lighten it up with this one.
1: How are none of these crimes solved?
2: I, I don't. Well, there's so many crimes, so little time.
1: We, we you know. We could have a whole nother podcast about podcasts, but I'm sure we wouldn't be the first to do that. Hey, let's talk about (laughs) cereal.
0: Well, folks, you can listen to us on Spotify, Amazon Music Podcast, and Google Podcast. And why wouldn't you?